Hello. Is that working? You can hear me, right? Yeah, you sound great. I sound great. I sound British. Is how I sound. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been? All right. Yep. Yeah, the holiday in Portugal. You've been great. What am I talking yeah. about? I know you've been great. <laughs> yeah, I've been good. It was nice to leave this building. <laughs> Way to lower uh, the bar. I know. <laughs> we took a nice little vacation. We took our belated honeymoon. Right. Much, much after the actual wedding. But yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was really nice to go somewhere where access to tests and healthcare are like not something people worry about. And then we came back home and I was like, wow, what a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's many things wrong with things in Europe, but... That's not one. That's not one of them. <laughs> How was your holiday and New Year? Uh, all right. Joe got COVID just before Christmas. So oh. she missed a few things before. I'm sorry. She, Christmas was fine. You know, she was actually, she was worst off the booster. She spent 12 hours in bed after the booster and then got COVID and was like, oh, oh yeah. He was testing to go into the neighbours. And... um She's like, oh, I'm positive. Damn. So, uh, you know, it's all annoying. Yeah, Christmas was fine. My Christmas was a little bit strained. But Christmas to New Year's was good. The kids stayed up till midnight on New Year's Day and were wrecked for three days afterwards. So <laughs> do not recommend. Yeah. As a grown adult, didn't make it past 11. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I definitely went, I went through a phase. Like I did, did this year. We got quite good neighbours, so we were hung around our neighbour's house, so. It's always quite pleasant. Super games and and the like. Sounds fun. All right. So what are we doing? Well, we were going to talk about seniority in tech. Seniority. Okay. What that means and does it mean something? And what does that look like? Does it look like something? Asking the hard questions. Seniority. What does it mean? What do you think it means? You're going to do the thing where I ask the question and then you're like, well, you answer it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, this is an interview. That's that's a classic senior move. What do you think? It depends. Oh, man. It's all my good shit. Seniority. There's lots of stuff that kind of touches on it, right? And I think it often falls into you know it when you see it. Makes it so easy to quantify then. Yeah. I mean, I noticed, I noticed the absence of it. Someone who is surprisingly immature for their years slash years in the job. That's always an interesting one because that just displays a total lack of ability to move to that level. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. When you see somebody, whether you're interviewing them or someone on your team or company or just someone in the field who you're like, oh, that person is not senior yet. Mm. What characteristics do they have? Because it's almost like I wonder if it's easier to define seniority by describing what it is not sometimes mm. because it is so nebulous. Because I have my own ideas about what a senior person should do. And like, there's a whole other conversation you could have about how quickly people get to senior and whether the title is the same thing as the role. Can you have the title, but not really have the experience that describes what I think you and I are talking about when it comes to senior? Yeah. And what does senior look like as you progress through your career? through principal or manager or like VP or whatever, like that can look like different things. I think it comes down to a mixture of continued curiosity, calmness in the face of pretty much everything. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. 
like whether that's technical or people or whatever, ability to manage your own behavior is the one that I see people have the most difficulty with. Mm. Say more about that. Manage your own behavior. Knowing when you're bringing your emotion to stuff and being able to like dampen it down or using your emotion to provoke a response. So like, I've definitely had feedback where they say, you said that thing in a meeting and I was upset. And I was like, I know I chose the word specifically to upset you enough so that it popped you out of whatever it was you were doing. This is the word naive. I was just like, I used the word naive because I knew it would upset you. Not because it was a horrible word, but because you were being naive. So I think a lack of naivety actually is probably another good signifier. Mm. The curiosity is the most interesting thing, I think. People who remain curious, because you can remain curious and you don't have to, seniority is not just like leadership and big teams and managing lots of folks or having the deepest knowledge, right? It's mm-hmm. being able to manage your way through an organization at whatever level you're at. Because there's definitely people who are newer in their career, you know, one year of experience and they're curious as hell. Yeah, yeah. But they're not quite, like I would definitely like see the questions they ask or like see them in meetings and be like, okay, you're thinking about things at this level. And maybe you haven't had the experience yet to think about things at this 10,000 foot level, how this connects to this other team and the business needs and like staffing and like, oh, okay. The technical requirements for this project, which we actually can't do for nine months because of these two other projects. And, oh, we're trying to hire for like, you know, all these other things. It's like seeing all the moving pieces of the machine. And I wonder if like you can be curious, but not know the expansiveness of the machine. Yeah. And also making those connections outside of your immediate environment. Right. You may not even be exposed to that earlier on in your career. And that's honestly probably good. If anybody was just like thrown in and been like told, talk to these teams and this and do that and like figure out how many people need to work on this. Like people would be like, I'm out. (laughs) I'm not doing this. It's really hard. (laughs) You have to ease your way into it, I guess. It's very rare that you find somebody who, I mean, there's also this the weird thing in our current industry currently, which is acceleration of seniority. Mm, yeah. So certainly job title and certainly wages, right? Like if you're a software engineer and you're basically any cop at all, you could move jobs at the moment every 18 months and get 10% pay rise. Yeah. People are hitting senior at like two years and I'm like, I don't think I was there. And like, yeah, I know not everybody's at the same level at two years, but... Sometimes I wonder if I am there now. <laughs> like some days I'm like, I don't know what I am doing. I'm the cat playing the piano today. <laughs> it's definitely, it's being able to apply expertise and being strategic in the sense of having a strategy and knowing what's a strategy and knowing like you're pushing in a certain direction, why you're going in that direction, why you're pushing the product in that direction, why you're saying no to this set of tasks. And prioritization and stuff. It's just a mixture of just, oh, that person seems to know what they're doing. Like you can see it from afar because it's the person the organization revolves around. They often become like a hub. Yeah. They're like a crux of a lot of things and they've, they're these knowledge holders, but then they don't just hold on to it. They like know it, but then they're like, oh, you need to talk to these people. Let's get you together. And like, here's this stuff. I need to pass it off to the people who can actually execute on it. I'm not going to just sit here and be like, oh, I got to do it all. But it's interesting because you said, you know it when you see it. Mm. 
And I think I actually agree with that because I think I've met people who are like senior software, whatever. Da, 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 da. And then I hear them talk and I'm like, mm, I have doubts. But I, don't, I obviously don't say that out loud until apparently today. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. I have a pretty high bullshit meter. There are a lot of people who I think have the title for whatever reason. You know, I know titles are important, but I've definitely met people with the title where I was like, I think most people who are actually senior don't think titles are important. Yeah. Depending on the organization, right? Like I'm obviously biased to small organizations where titles matter less. Yes. And so if you yeah. really care about titles, then that's actually weird. In big organizations, yeah, obviously my spouse worked in a massive organization. And once you got above a certain level, then suddenly you were in. It's like a made man from the mob, right? It's that kind of like, <laughs> you've killed a man in the name of this corporate. <laughs> So you're in. <laughs> too real. Too real. Too real. Too real. <laughs> I don't know. The title thing is like a whole different conversation because depending on how you got into tech and like whether you look like everybody else in tech, your title. Yeah, that makes like, a difference. It really can make a difference. But I do see sometimes some title inflation and like, I don't want to be here saying like, oh, you don't deserve it. But I guess I've definitely seen people who have titles where I was like, yeah, but you're not thinking at this level, right? And I, it takes time to cultivate that. And so if you're like senior within a year after getting into the industry, I'm kind of like, well, maybe my definition of seniority and your organization's definition of seniority are very different because I just think there's certain amount of experience and exposure to like problems and like pitfalls. Like you need to fail a little bit. You need to like lead some things. You need to like, estimate something and have it go terribly wrong to learn from it. Yeah. In theory. In theory, you learn from those. You don't just keep yeah, making ideally you learn from it. terrible estimates. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like sometimes you can't rush it. I sometimes get the sense that certain organizations rush it or people hop from job to job so they can rush it and just have the label. And the label and the experience are different. It totally makes sense in terms of pure financial serving yourself, right? Mm-hmm. There's definitely jobs I could have taken where I would have made more money immediately in worse places and possibly had better job titles or perhaps a bigger team or something. I don't know. Yeah. Then obviously, like, as we've discussed before, I've gone in thinking I was going to be the VP of whatever and introduced as the help. <laughs> it can also work the other way. Like if the organization expects you to have a title and you don't have it, then you can be treated in a very different way. There's certain skills, right? There's certain skills that you have. Like I'm quite good at spotting immediately where something is broken. I don't know what, I don't know if that's experience, if that's a natural thing. I'm quite good at Wordle, it turns out. <laughs> oh, Wordle, right. That's a new thing since we talked last. Everybody's exactly, playing this. Yeah. But like seeing patterns, is that a thing that my brain is good at? Or is that something I've developed over time? I don't know. You can definitely learn some elements of people management. You can definitely be scared less by doing it more. It's like public speaking in that respect. Like you can get to a certain level of, you've had one person cry on you. You've had one person storm out of a, you know, you've done all of the things where a human being has behaved in an emotional and surprising manner and you've had to deal with the fallout. So once you get through those things, that's seniority as well, provided you yeah. then know how to deal with that later. Yeah. When you say you're good at spotting things that are broken, do you mean like code or people or systems? I'm just curious. 
mostly I was thinking technical, but I am quite good at spotting weirdness in organizations. I'm not very good at taking the tough decisions and being slightly horrible to people. Mm. Definitely as an organization, we have failed the wider team by letting things go on too long in the hope that the person that you otherwise like will improve and they haven't. So perhaps I didn't even do that person a kindness either. Yeah. Those are hard people problems. The hardest, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm still learning. That's the curiosity thing, right? Like most people who I consider to be senior are intensely curious about stuff or they read a lot or they are always finding, oh, there, this thing popped up in my Twitter, my RSS feeds, my whatever. And you should all see it. It's really interesting. It's like an interest in growing in whatever way that might be. Maybe that's technical. Maybe that's from a leadership perspective. Maybe it's from like a team's perspective, organizational. It's like you're just like, and how do I just push that boundary a little further? Maybe it's a resistance to stasis, perhaps. Maybe that's it. Is you don't want to be stuck and you don't like to see people stuck. So you're trying to carve a... Momentum. Yeah. But when I think of people who I've met, who I think of as senior, there's a, it comes down to wisdom and insight. And those are really difficult things to develop. And is the classic, you know, when you see it, right? Like I'm thinking of people like Sarah May, like she's very wise mm-hmm. in a work environment and in a team's environment and all of those things. And I'm just like, oh, how do you get that? <laughs> yeah. The best people I've known have a calmness or they seem to be slightly ahead of you. I also wonder if it's like, um, now I'm just thinking about Sarah, but there's like an element of detachment too, mm. where you can look at things without all this imbued emotion mm. and attachment. You're kind of like just looking at things as they are. Yeah. And then you can kind of see things more critically. Because like when I've seen Sarah talk about technical things, code bases or people, she kind of talks about it like from a third person perspective. And I'm like, yeah, but you were there. But like she talks about yeah. it like with this sense of distance and time. And it's kind of like, that's that experience. A lot of like super technical principles, architects, they can look at any kind of project brief or RFC or plan and be like, okay, well, based on my experience, I'll tell you, this is a thing that you need to think about. Nobody's accounted for this. And this thing that you think is going to take two months is going to actually take nine months for these reasons. It's not necessarily like they're in it, but they can kind of view it from a detached perspective because of all that experience. A path through complexity as well, right? Like it's very easy to feel like you're drowning in complexity because, you know, the things that we build are automatically more complex than we imagined they would be. But yeah, that kind of sense of like, like that thing's not quite right, but it's okay for now. Like being able to prioritize. And I mean, that's, there's a really good book called Good Strategy, Bad Strategy, which talks about what strategy actually is. And it's not like, we hope to be the number one seller of widgets in 2022. It's like, I want to go in that direction. So I have to put force at this point, like whether that's force of personality or force of code or whatever it is in order to move things in that direction. And it's that strategic view and managing through complexity. And again, that yeah, calmness, that detachment, I suppose. When I said earlier about the emotional, being in charge of your own emotions, because you can't manage people if you are out of control yourself. Yeah, that's so true. 
I noticed that parenting my children. <laughs> I will yell at them. And most of the time I'm using the yell as a tool. Mm. It's like the fifth time they've asked. And I am a bit annoyed, but I'm not out of control of anger. I'm using the volume. I'm trying to use some of the emotion in a healthy way to get their attention so they don't walk in the road. You know, it's kind of <laughs> similar sort of things. Like, you know, you have to, someone tells you something tough in the moment you have to be, if you're leading the team or you're in a position of power, then you have to take that on and then deal with how that makes you feel after the fact. Yeah. In terms of technical seniority, like there are definitely people who I look at and go, I have no idea how they do that. <laughs> like Ruby core team folks, how you manage an open source project of the scale of anything, really those sorts of skills I just don't have. Yeah. But I do think it's similar. It's like seeing a lot of the same problems again, yeah. having that intuition, knowing that something's off, even if, and then maybe you don't have the solution, but you're like, mm, we're going to have to come back to that. I don't know, based on what I've heard some of these folks say, it's never a surprise. They know where the pitfalls are. They know the places that need attention. Mm. And I'm sure it's the same, even if you're not working in open source, if you're just like in an organization where you're maybe not even the person writing that much code, you're the person connecting the people and like planning for the projects technically, but not even executing on them. Do you think it's possible to stop being senior? This is something I've wondered about. I certainly wonder about myself. Could I go back to just doing a job and not sticking my oar in everywhere it's not wanted? Well, I think you could go work somewhere where you're like, I'm just going to give me the tickets and I'll just pump them out. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to do that right now, but like, <laughs> I wonder if once you've had a sense of like where you pull things together, you're pulling on different threads and trying to see a bigger picture, whether you're ever able to just leave that alone. Or maybe you are if, you, if there's something dramatic happens and you have to back off your own sanity. Yeah. It's interesting to think. Well, it's interesting. I think it's a similar thing when you are a manager or a leader and then you go into a position where you're not that anymore. And I mm. have experienced this at my current role, whether or not that changes, that remains to be seen. But like I intentionally went back into a senior IC role after being like a leader, manager, leading a team, having reports type of situation. And it's interesting because... I have been in the manager's exact position. I know how I would do it. Yeah. And I know things that I'm like, mm, I would do this differently or mm, I would say something right about now. And I don't because it's not my job. But it's interesting because I'm like, okay, can I undo that? Or will I always have the voice and I have to just kind of not listen to it because I have my own opinion? <laughs> because it's interesting because I did kind of just go back to being like, yeah, I'll work on the tickets and I'll do the thing. And then of course... As time goes on, people are like, oh, well, you have good opinions on this. You're like, oh, can you lead this? But I wonder if you go from being someone who's managing multiple teams or someone who's like architecting things and you're like, you know, I don't want to do any of this anymore. Yeah. I want you to give me the tasks and I'm going to just do them and not worry about the big picture. I imagine it would be hard and you'd have to like tell that voice to be quiet and that you're not there to share your wisdom and experience, which... Yeah, I mean, this is this thing, like, so, you know, at what point does it become just like, you become sort of the wise old sage in the corner, right? Like, that's kind of an interesting route where it's like, I'm not making the decisions. 
I have met these people where they sort of sit there and they go, that's not going to work. But they keep their head down, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, actually, that person's not helping. That person's kind of annoying now. I don't know how long they can actually keep their head down, though. I feel like a lot of the time... Years they- and years if you're waiting for your pension quite a long time. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of feel like when you have the wisdom and the experience, at least if it was me, it would be very hard for me to not say anything. Like maybe I don't <laughs> say it to the whole team. Can't keep my oar out. I just can't. <laughs> I might just like raise my hand over in the corner and be like, just so you know, I worked on this type of thing before and I think you might want to do this. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I think being able to deliver that whilst also not trying to usurp anyone's power, right? Yes. Yeah. Gentle, gentle feedback. A quiet hand. Yeah. People can be very senior in a particular organization. Yeah. So you can develop like organizational seniority, even if it's not, you know, you don't occupy a role of seniority in that thing. You can, you know, the person who's been around forever just knows how everything works. And Yeah. So that's an interesting kind of seniority too. It's just like organizational knowledge or product knowledge or or sometimes code-based knowledge, historical knowledge of why things are. And I feel like that's kind of rare. People leave so often, I feel like. Well, they're chasing their senior job title. <laughs> comes full circle. <laughs> yeah. But if you like have someone who's been there for seven years and it's like, oh yeah, I was here. I'm the person with those early commits and I'm still here. That's, man, that's rare. It's quite funny. Like we're going through a big migration thing at work and every now and then a bug will pop up as we do deal with an older customer. And and they'll be like, this thing, is there ever a case where this can be true? And I'm like, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. The first three years of customers wouldn't have had that thing or, and we didn't backfill it because it wasn't that, you know, you're just like, oh yeah. They'll, They'll come across a bug and you'd immediately go, oh, that's because we changed the thing four years ago. Mm-hmm. in how it did that thing. And he's like, oh, I should have thought about that. But like the fact that you found the error means I can immediately go, oh yeah, it's because we didn't fix that thing because it didn't need fixing at the time. Right. Yeah. One of the issues with hanging around long enough to get sort of code-based knowledge is, is that you're there to see your own, oh man. This is why people leave. This They're is like, why all people right, leave two also. years, my bugs are going to start coming in. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> So you want a nice fat line of green in the GitHub commits and then you're like, and now I'm out. Good luck with this. I did write some tests. Goodbye. (laughs) That's an interesting thing in terms of that faux seniority where you get people who have bounced between companies that didn't make it. Yeah. Which is quite an interesting thing, particularly if they've never worked somewhere big that's sort of big ongoing stodgy company. You get people who just like, oh yeah, well we did this thing and we, well, we always used to move to the new technology. I'm just like, yep. And you were distracted by that and weren't building those skills to see how a functional business works. Like all of the stuff that we do is for a functional purpose. Like it's eventually to bring some money in, right? Or get some attention or whatever it is. Build the thing so you can sell the thing. So you can Build make the more thing of the so thing. You can sell the, yes. <laughs> by the, the way, that's factory. all tech is. <laughs> <laughs> We're just not printing it all out now. <laughs> the forms are in a little window on your little glass device yeah, rather than exactly. printed out on paper. <laughs> There's not big leather bound books in a warehouse somewhere. It often comes across as like, we did this, but there's no sense of how that connected to the failure of a thing mm-hmm. or doing the same thing over and it's you know, the definition of, it's the definition of stupidity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? It's a similar kind of thing. 
but you're still able to progress. And then you end up in a position where you often find people who are like leading teams who have that sort of misplaced sense of themselves. Hmm. Interesting. But you do see it at the level below. I've worked with some truly disastrous team leaders and not in their first team lead job either. Yeah. Mostly the worst kind of faux seniority is bad with people. That's the worst kind because it, and it comes across as even if you're not a manager, if you're just bad with people, you have no idea how to get your way without, you know, behaving like a toddler. Yeah. Or lifting other people up or any of the yeah, things yeah. that like seniors, I would expect a senior to be able to do. Yeah. It's inculcating positive behaviors in your organization, isn't it? That's where it comes in whatever role you're forming, whether you've got direct, you know, pastoral responsibility or just kudos. Yeah. If people just think you're a cool dude. <laughs> it is funny, the, the idea of seniority having worked at a bunch of places that just failed. And it's like, yeah. hmm, so you have a lot of experience in things not going right. <laughs> but often when I've seen that in individuals, like they haven't gone, we did this and it didn't work. Yeah. They're convinced of their own rightness thing. I think that's a definitely a anti-pattern is the convinced of your own rightness. Yeah. So I've had some terrible feedback as a manager. So people have written things as they've left and gone, Andy did this and did this and did this. And you have to sit there and if you're any cop, you have to sit there and go, okay, I'm going to take this seriously. Some of this I think is my immediate reaction is defensive. Not, I think this is nonsense. But you take it and sit with it and take on board what you need to take on board. And perhaps the things that they're complaining about you are actually that you didn't do things sooner or you weren't as clear. Mm-hmm. Certainly the case that I'm thinking about that I'm not going to specify anymore. There was a lack of clarity on my part about what my expectations were. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's, it's being able to take that on board and not immediately react to it by going, oh, this is nonsense, throw it away. I sat with it and go, okay, well, let's look at this thing. Is that fair? Yes, sort of. They don't have the context that I was operating in there or they don't have the context of how they are perceived in the wider whatever. It's a couple of people in my work history where I'm just like, oh, I should have, should never made it out of their probation. That was bad. <laughs> made a mistake there. Like they weren't a good fit for the organization, wasn't the right job for them whatever it was, but they yeah. didn't what did not work. Yeah, but then you get that experience and ideally you apply it. And I guess that's to bring it back to seniority. That is part of what it is, right? It's like being able to see those patterns, as you said earlier, mm. and spot those signs ideally before that exact situation happens again. It's like, yeah, you'll probably see the same mistakes again and again, but like trying to get better at them and eventually being able to build that intuition to the point where you're like, oh no, I've been here before. And like, now I know what questions to ask, or I know what things to look for, what flags to raise. Maybe that also is. Or what feelings you're having, right? That's the, I I know I said being truly emotional, but there are sometimes just like, I have a feeling and I don't know where it's coming from, but I should respect the feeling and investigate where I think it's coming from. Yeah. I, I think it's about my personal life as well, right? Like some days I'm just, I'm miserable. And I don't know why. And sometimes it's just, I'm hungry. 
And some days it's just, I'm having a bad day. And some days I'm tired. But some days it's just like, ah, oh, there's something else going on here that I need to do less of or more of or something. And that's definitely true in an organizational team management-y kind of thing as well. So, mm-hmm. Oh, man. I kind of feel like we spent half an hour trying to describe something that I feel like isn't always easy to describe. I think this is a good thing. Failed evidence. miserably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like evidence of like, well, there's no... Like I, I was like, oh, we'll talk about seniority in tech, but the, you can't summarize it in a sentence. We spent like half an hour trying to figure it out and describe it. And like, I think we've described it in some ways. Yeah. I don't know if I could list a job description. This is what seniority is. Because I think it's like a bit of all those things and then some things that I can't quite quantify at all or describe. Displaying the behaviors that you would hope an ideal parent would have. <laughs> it's kind of a lot of what I think of how it is. It's like, oh, yeah, they would be calm at all times and they would know what to do and they would help you out and be a shoulder to cry on. All of these things yeah. that you hope for, like good people in your life, right? Like, it's just like, yeah, that person is solid, like a solidity to them. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Solid, dependable, trustworthy. I think people trust their seniors, right? You hire someone yeah. you trust and then you're like, you hire someone good, you trust them, and then you're like, I don't need to worry about this because this person's got it under control. And when they got it under control, like I know that that's taken care of. Very yeah. trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You have a visitor. My son has arrived in his pants. <laughs> you should definitely be in bed, kiddo. It is so far past his bedtime. I mean, if I had a cat showing you its bum, we'd get the full Zoom experience. <laughs>